Start blooming frozen Christians. Springtime is at hand. When will you ever bloom if not here and now? When I first read this ancient quote a few weeks ago, I was struck by what a timely invitation it is to us now in this time, this strange and uncertain quarantined season. This liminal space where we're caught between winter and springtime, between death and life. Springtime is at hand. That's an important reminder for us, especially this morning as we celebrate Easter together while apart. This is not what we expected for Easter Sunday. But guess what? Neither was the resurrection that first Easter Sunday. No one expected Jesus' resurrection. No one expected that such dark days would give way to one of the brightest moments in history. Everyone was surprised by death giving way to life. So we're in good company with those that experienced the first Easter, being surprised by where we find ourselves. But the surprise for us is not everything that this virus has and will take from us. The surprise is not the damage that it leaves behind. The surprise for us is the life that this season of death will give way to. The surprise of the resurrection and the promise of the resurrection is that death gives way to life. Death gives way to life. That's not just true in a distant future sense. It's true for us today because the resurrection changed everything. Let me show you what I mean. We're going to be reading the story of the resurrection from Matthew chapters 28 uh, verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, as the first light of the new week dawned, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to keep vigil at the tomb. Suddenly the earth reeled and rocked under their feet as God's angel came down from heaven, came right up to where they were standing. He rolled back the stone and then sat on it. Shafts of lightning blazed from him. His garments shimmered snow white. The guards at the tomb were scared to death. They were so frightened they couldn't move. The angel spoke to the women. There's nothing to fear here. I know you're looking for Jesus, the one they nailed to the cross. He isn't here. He was raised just as he said. Come and look at the place where he was placed. Now get on your way quickly and tell his disciples. He is risen from the dead. He is going on ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. The women, deep in wonder and full of joy, lost no time in leaving the tomb. They ran to tell the disciples. Then Jesus met them, stopping them in their tracks. Good morning, he said, nonchalantly. They fell to their knees and embraced his feet and worshipped him. Jesus said, you're holding on to me for dear life. Don't be frightened like that. Go tell my brothers that they are to go to Galilee and that I'll meet them there. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now notice what didn't happen here. Um, notice that the angel didn't say, congratulations, now you get to go to heaven when you die. See you then. It's not what happened. The angel said, Jesus is risen. Now go tell the others about it and then go meet him. Go join him. Why? Because this changes everything. The resurrection changes everything. Not just the distant abstract future reality, but it actually changes the present now. It isn't simply good news about a promise of life after death. It's a promise of life, real life now before death. The angel tells the women, Jesus has gone ahead of you uh, just to Galilee. Jesus has gone ahead of us, not just in death and resurrection, but in life now. He's gone just down the road to meet us, not far away to some abstraction of heaven. He's gone ahead of us so that we can join him to continue and advance the work of bringing heaven to earth. Jesus says in John 14, the person who trusts me will not only do the work I'm doing, but even greater things, even greater things than Jesus. That's the invitation. He's calling us to come join him right now, not later. He's inviting us to join him in in a life free from our own sin and darkness and evil and death here now today. 
This is resurrection. This is what we celebrate on Easter. Jesus conquering sin and death. Life bursting out of an empty tomb. And yet, this year, celebrating resurrection and new life in the midst of layoffs and overrun hospitals and shelter-in-place orders and people dying feels paradoxical. I think if we're honest, uh, these days don't feel like they're bursting with life. They don't feel particularly free. They don't seem filled with intention. This virus is killing us physically, socially, relationally, economically, and emotionally. These days feel like death. But the promise of the resurrection is not that we will never experience death. The promise of the resurrection is that death gives way to life. We actually see this happening all the time in creation, death giving way to life. Um, Consider the food that you ate this morning or uh, that you will eat for lunch. I'm willing to bet some of that food is either a plant or an animal or both if you're lucky. That living creature had to die for you to eat it. But in doing so, that death becomes life in you. That death sustains your life. That death gives way to life. Or consider fire, forest fires, like we experienced many of the summers in the mountains of Colorado. Did you know that after the fire, after all that destruction and death, the soil is oftentimes more fertile and produces more life than before the fire? Death giving way to life. Or consider what we experience just with the changing of the seasons every year. In winter, everything dies, right? It feels that way. All the colors of life fade to brown and gray. But then, as sure as sunrise, in spring, everything comes back to life. Life literally springs back after death. Death gives way to life. Or how about our new parking lot? You no longer have to have an off-road capable vehicle to park at church anymore. (laughs) Death giving way to life. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, Well, kind of. It it used to feel like death parking there every morning for uh, like a decade. And now it's pure joy. And I can't wait for you to experience it. Um, But anyway, I bet you have actually seen or experienced death giving way to life in the past few weeks. Where have you seen new life brought about because of this pandemic and quarantine? Where have you seen green pushing up through the gray? I have seen people being more uh, friendly and considerate and compassionate to one another. I've seen neighbors outside talking to each other more than ever before. I've seen people and organizations going out of their way to care for seniors like never before. I see our communities banding together, um, checking in on one another and caring for each other. I see all of you finding ways to stay connected. In my own life, my wife and daughter and I have been able to spend so, so many great moments growing closer together as a family, moments that were made possible because of this forced shutdown. These are all beautiful signs of life brought about from a season of death. Now, this doesn't mean that death isn't real. It doesn't mean that death isn't difficult and that it isn't harmful. But it means that death isn't everything. It's a sign that this death will and already is giving way to life. The same is true in us. Death gives way to life. Because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ even while we were dead in sin. That's from Ephesians 2. Um, So because of the resurrection, our sin, our death, gives way to life in Christ. And it goes on to say that this life in Christ allows us to join him in the work that he does, the good work that he has gotten ready for us to do, the work we had better be doing. That work is bringing life to a world full of death. This is what we believe. This is what we celebrate on Easter morning. Resurrection, death giving way to life. 
If you can't see how this message of Easter, that death gives way to life, if you can't see how this isn't profoundly important to the world right now, if it doesn't inspire you to take up the work that scripture says we had better be doing, wake up. You're still frozen and springtime is at hand. You and I have an incredible opportunity to be part of the life that this pandemic, this current death gives way to. We have an opportunity to be a tangible expression of God's grace to a world that desperately needs it. We have an opportunity to respond to God's call and continue the work that Jesus has passed on to us, joining God to reduce suffering and increase joy for each other and the world, joining him in bringing life from death. So like his followers uh, that first Easter morning, Jesus has gone just ahead of us and invites us to come find him. Will you answer his call and join him? Will you take up his work of bringing life from death here and now? Angelus Silesius, a 17th century mystic, wrote, Start blooming, frozen Christians. Springtime is at hand. When will you ever bloom if not here and now? The question is the same for you and I today. Jesus' death gave way to life, resurrection life for all of us, the kind of life that frees us to partner with him in the work that he started and passed on to us, work that he says uh, we will do even greater things than he did if we will let go of sin and darkness and death and live into the truth that we are loved and we are free and we are alive today. So where there is darkness, we are called to bring light. Where there's despair, we're called to offer hope. And where there's death, we are called to bring life. Death gives way to life. Start blooming, sacred grace. Springtime is at hand. When will you ever bloom if not here and now?